Hi, my name is Jessica Bartley, uh, the current Ms. Middlesex Galaxy, and today I'm going to be telling you about the Truth About Beauty Queens mini-series and the fantastic giveaway of a copy of this wonderful book, Good Morning, Good Life, which is my favourite book on morning routines. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back. Uh, This is the launch episode of this amazing mini-series that I'm going to be running over on the podcast, but I also wanted to do video with it as well. bit of the fact that we're we're stuck in quarantine and I really wanted to give a bit more of a platform to our national title holders, um, many of which haven't competed yet at their internationals, uh, sort of in this limbo with whether and when their internationals are going to happen. Um, so I really wanted to uh, give a bit more of a platform to them and their voice um, and I thought it'd be really, really fun to have some get to know episodes. They're not the kind of episodes we normally do on the Pageant Land podcast. Uh, we normally have a topic, uh, we're normally about like helpful advice and there is some helpful advice definitely in these episodes um but it was i wanted to get more into the person behind the title as well so yes super excited to be sharing this series with you the whole series that's going to be coming out over may and june was filmed in one day because anyone who knows me knows i like putting makeup on particularly on myself um patrick um and duncan were nowhere to be seen in my house so I had to do it myself um which is really disappointing um but never mind uh so we've got those episodes but I thought it'd be really fun to kick off with me giving you my answers to the questions that I'm going to ask them and also tell you about our giveaway um one of the questions I ask is what's your morning routine and many people know I'm a little bit obsessed with morning routines starting your day right I am a planner, an organiser, a time management addict. Um, It's something I've taught with my work a lot. Um, The benefits of sleep as well, massively respect for that. (laughs) Love sleep. Um, But life for me does start with having a good morning and a good routine with your morning in place. Um, Many, many highly successful people um, will talk about uh, having the successful morning routine in place so that's why I'm quite so passionate about it and um, so I thought it would be a perfect time to give away a copy of this and um, you know I'm in this copy this is my lovely signed copy and um, it's written by a lady called Amy Landino who also runs Amy TV on YouTube and shares some amazing amazing advice on there as well so I highly recommend that if anything along the lines of like living your best life um, her catchphrase is go after the life you want who does not want to do that? Um, so check out her YouTube channel as well, um, which is youtube.com forward slash Amy TV. Um, and yeah, so you can enter the competition to win this book simply by commenting on the promo post for this series on the Instagram. Um, 
it's the easiest way for me to collect all the entries in one place. Um, so pop over to the Instagram, look for the promo post for this episode um, and simply comment on it um, to be entered into the chance and then I will draw at random um, someone to win a, a copy of this book. I love this book. Um, I think you'll probably be seeing it backwards, sorry. It's called Good Morning, Good Life and then it has a beautiful lemon at the bottom. Um, but. I don't know if this flips the recording. So you might be seeing it backwards, sorry. Need to get better at things like that, but hey. So uh, I'm gonna go through the, the questions that I've been, that all other people have been asking. Um, so the question one is how long have I been, how long have you been competing in pageants is what I've asked everyone. For me, my, I signed up for, in 2014, competed for the first time in 2015, um, and I had a little gap while I had my daughter. So I've done four pageants, over the five years. Um, I did two in 2015, one in 2016, and then 2020 was my return post baby. Um, I think it's really nice to see how long people have been competing before they get to the title that they wanted to, which is why I wanted to have this question in there. Um, because people's journey is very different um, and you'll see the variety across the, of, of lengths of time people have been competing in pageants you see the variety across the different interviews and um, and i think the general theme there is don't give up <laughs> question two is what's your favorite part of competing and um, for me it is the planning and the prep and all the appearances and the charity work i do love the on stage i get really bad stage fright which is really funny for a public speaker um I'd much rather get up on stage and talk. Like if you gave up, give me a microphone and ask me to do a speech, much happier than getting up and like doing the walk um, side of things. Like that's really me pushing myself out of my comfort zone, um, but for good reasons. Uh, so I, I do love the onstage stuff, but I definitely, my the preparation and all the planning, charity work, the community work, the campaigns is my massive happy place. Um, and I think it's really nice to see from different people um, like which bit sparks the most joy in them and how people really connected with pageants. Uh, question three, how would you describe your on-stage style? Um, so I, I'm very happy in a, a two-piece bikini. I don't want my bum on show, so I'm not going to have, I wouldn't wear a thong and I do spray hairspray under the edge of my bikini and try and stick it down. It doesn't always behave itself, but I try to. I'm not going to wear a thong bikini. Um, but also I'd, I'm like, if it's, if it's low cut, I wouldn't wear a high split and that's just my personal choice. Um, I like my fashion wear to cover a certain amount. Now it's not, uh, because I'm fine in a two-piece, so I'll have loads of skin showing there, but also kind of, I'd worked really hard on my body for Galaxy, and this one just thin, it was like my post-baby like deadline to really like push myself, because I wanted to, not because I felt like I had to for a pageant, it was very much a personal journey, um, but I, and, and swimwear was after fashion wear, so I kind of also wanted to save some of what I'd worked really hard on for swimwear, um, but also looking at, next year I'm still gonna go more covered up I I don't on me want to wear a fashion wear that 
could also be a big swimsuit which i do see a lot and it, like, people look fantastic on it and they rock it and um this isn't necessarily a negative against them it's just not what i would want to i want to have as part of my style i like something that's like a bit more classic pageant um not a classic pageant that's wrong classic but still pageant um so um bit more demure maybe like people have said you've got amazing legs why don't you do high splits but I did um I did short shorts for opening number I don't want to wear a short skirt and opening number because of the dance and you don't know what dance you're gonna get and the eyeline of the judges um but I've got great legs um so I made sure that it was it still covered a fair bit but it was short so I could make the most of my legs um but then I've kind of shown my legs I've done that bit I want my the rest of my outfits representing so I'm probably yeah can lean more towards the demure. Don't know if demure is quite the right word, but hopefully you're getting what I mean. <laughs> um, question four: How would you describe your offstage personal style? Comfy, classic, um, and block color. Um, well, I've done a bit of alliteration there. Uh, things have to be comfy for me I just can't I can't handle like even like a tiny label itching me or anything like that I hate wearing bras um hate boning and things um anything like that I'm just like I need to be comfy first and foremost um classic I'm much more likely to pick dresses with like a classic cut uh with like a higher neckline if they're shorter this you can't see this dress but this is a shorter dress um so it's got a higher neckline if i've got a lower neckline i'm likely to be in something longer um and same i'm not going to wear a v-neck and short shorts that like a low v-neck um and short shorts that's just not my style and um, and i'm I'm saying block colours. This is quite a big print, but the only reason I actually have this dress is because it matches what my daughter has. But this is kind of as patterny as I go. I'm not really like many little patterns. The majority of my clothes are like block colours. And a big part of that, I think, is because I spend a lot of time on camera. Um, and little patterns can go a bit funny on cameras um, sometimes. So I yeah i'm not i'm much kind of like looking at my wardrobe now but um apart from the sequins that i can see it's a lot more like block block colors um what's my morning routine like so this is what sparks the whole book giveaway um at the moment i i get up and teeth wash face that kind of things and I air my bed so i make my bed but with the duvet opened out um open all my curtains, make my smoothie, apple cider vinegar shot, and um, make my pre-workout. I drink my smoothie, and um, I have some BCAA supplements that I'll have then as well. Um, and then I sometimes might do a little bit of work or read or something um, to fill that sort of 10 minutes to let my smoothie go down. And then I'll have my pre-workout while I'm getting ready to go for my run. Um, I do a run. Um, 100 squats at the moment, because I'm doing a 100 squat challenge. Um, 100 squats, uh, two dancey numbers, which are going to be the warm-ups for an event I'm teaching fitness thing at later in the year, hopefully. Um, and then I do a workout um, after all of that. Um, and then I will have a my porridge 
uh, big glass of water with coll this collagen supplement in it that I love called SkinAid um, and the rest of my supplements that I take. Um, I've had my blood tested, um, which is what I base my supplements off, um, and then also based on what I know that humans with just generally deficient in like b12 majority of humans are deficient in b12 so i have b12 um and then from my blood tests i have iron vitamin d i think that's it iron vitamin d b12 oh magnesium which helps my sleep i really noticed the difference if i don't have magnesium supplement that helps my sleep um and so I'll do a box of uh, probiotic supplements, like tablet ones. Um, the boxes usually last about a week, no, I'm lying, usually last about a month. And then I'll have like a couple of weeks off and then I'll do them again and have a couple of weeks off. Um, and I really notice just general improvement in like my skin, my energy, my mental state, um, everything um, by having that circle of probiotics in there. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, those, those are based on a lot of research, being knowledgeable in the health and fitness industry and actually having, I had my blood tested for uh, deficiencies and what I needed. Um, so don't just willy-nilly start taking supplements you don't necessarily know you need. Um, please seek medical advice for that one um and then I'm into my day with my kids. So it's quite a long morning routine. Um, outside of lockdown, uh, there's a lot of similarities, but I'll get up a lot earlier. Um, at the moment I'm able to get up at about 6.45 and normally I'd be getting up at like five to do everything before we've got to be at the places we've got to be at, uh, when lockdown isn't happening. Uh, six, how do I like to stay healthy? Um, oh, all the things. I'm very passionate about looking after my health. Um, I think it, as a Christian, it's respectful of God who gave me life. Um, as a human being on planet Earth, I think me staying healthy means that I'm there to look after my daughter and my partner and my family. And um, means I've got the energy to do all the things that I want to do. Uh, the healthy diets are often much nicer to the environment because you're eating real proper foods. Um, I very much believe there was a program I watched the other day and he summed it up really nicely, but it was something along the lines of eat food, eat food, not too much, mainly plant-based. And that was his summary of a healthy diet. And I totally believe in that. Um, we're transitioning to be predominantly uh, plant-based and, and vegan. I guess we're dropping a lot more non-edible animal products as well now. Um, and that's not just our like physical health but also the health of the planet and um, and then I work out loads <laughs> there's no question in that and um, pre-lockdown I was eight sessions a week I love training I love challenging my body and um, I've really got into my running again and um, I would like to do a marathon one day and um, I would like to do the three peaks in 24 hours challenge um one year when I have a title and um, I'm saving that as like my one of my I have a crown treats <laughs> to do the three peaks um and yeah um and i would also like to do some spartan races um my personal trainer um i'm not seeing at the moment miss you charles um is an elite spartan racer uh, i interviewed him for the podcast and uh yeah i'd really love he does like 24 hour ones um i think i'll start with one of the 5ks but the 24 a 24 hour race with obstacles sounds awesome 
um, and I'm not sure I'm physically capable yet, not to the extent I'd want to be doing it. Like you can do so much when you're in the situation, you just get on with it, but I'd like to enjoy it a little bit. So I'm not ready for that yet, but yeah, would like to do that anyway. So I'm yeah pushing my body in lots of different ways. Um, I lift heavy. I use a lot of plyometrics and functional um, base training. Um, I normally do a fight camp, which is boxing, um, but boxing for sports specific boxing training as opposed to boxing for fitness, which I actually teach. I use boxing elements when I teach fitness, um, but I go to a class to learn more the sports specific elements um, because it challenges my mind as well as my body. And um, we love all of that. Um, I'd like to get my swimming going. I feel like it'd be really fun to be also be a strong swimmer, but I find swimming really boring. So I need to find some like waterproof headphones. I can't do any exercise without music, basically. Um, and maybe that's why I find swimming so dull. Um, what's been the biggest lesson I've learned from pageantry? Uh, I think it's been belief in myself. I was, I was very down on myself and my ability to do anything. Um, and although I was a massive planner of like events that involved other people planning for my life, um, I found hard because I didn't believe I was capable or worthy of anything. And I've really learned that through pageantry that I am capable um, and that I am worthy, which is really nice. And um, it's nice to know you're worthy of good things, <laughs> um, which I definitely got from pageantry. Uh, what's the biggest goal I'd like to achieve within my lifetime? Um, so I have this book here, which is my dream is real. Um, and every day I write my, um, I'm not kind of trying to show you without showing you. Um, I write out my 10 life goals um, for what I'd like to achieve in my life. Now, um, some of them aren't like super specific. Um, representing Galaxy at the international finals is one of them. Being an amazing wife and mother, strong relationship with God, having a strong toned, healthy body, um, living in my beautiful, beautifully decorated dream home, running a successful company, being a sought after public speaker, having two King Charles Spaniels, um, a best-selling book and having excess money. Um, and I write them out every morning as if they'd already happened, um, which is just, for me, such like a magical mindset shift. Um, so I guess my, my biggest goal for my life is to achieve all of those things. Um, the biggest thing I'd want to achieve in my lifetime. Um, what three words would your friends and family use to describe you? I had to put this in an interview. So I asked people on Facebook and now I've forgotten. Um, I think generous comes up quite a lot. Um, unfortunately, not so much financial wise at the moment, but with my my time and ability and willingness to help other people, um, particularly when it comes to anything self-development, because I would much rather teach someone to be able to do it themselves than just do it for them. Um, but um, I do believe that I'm the sort of person that goes above and beyond and helping people. Um, so yeah, generous uh, with predominantly my time um, would be one of them. Um, Oh, this is really hard. I can't remember what they said. One was wear your heart on your sleeve, but that's not really a word. But um, yeah, um, 
vulnerable, I guess that could translate like that. Um, and for me, family, like family is everything, be it my pageant family, my galaxy family specifically, um, or my like actual family, family of three who I absolutely adore with every fibre of my being. So um, yeah, I feel like family is, although not a descriptive word, does describe me fairly well. Um, what's your favourite post-pageant treat meal? Um, the problem is the kind of treat meal I want is never like available and then I end up eating food and don't really want to eat. I'm gonna take a lot more pre-prepared food next time. I took it for everything up to and including day of competition but not the evening after, like, like the same night once you finish competing. I didn't take any stuff um, for me then but now we're going like plant-based more like I would have one day where I'd have meat so I made that the day I, like from competition onwards I had a couple of meat days <laughs> be bad um it's been a long day uh so it's kind of quite I guess when we came back it was my it'd been my birthday in like a couple of weeks before competition so I didn't want to splurge for my birthday in the run-up to competition and we were going to have it once we came back and then obviously we kind of went into lockdown situation but I had ordered um my birthday cake so I had a vegan red velvet cake from Hummingbird Bakery and it was amazing so although it's not quite a meal we had Chinese with it as well but the cake was the bee's knees um so yeah I'm gonna go with that vegan red velvet cheesecake from the hummingbird bakery um i just don't think it would last in the car if i bought it up to galaxy um definitely have to order one for like when i get back again next time um if you could be remembered for just one thing as a title holder what would it be um i think helping other people achieve their pageant goals and uh that's a big part of why i started the podcast is wanting to help other people grow within the industry um and yes yeah, so as someone that helped uh the industry and the contestants within it grow um yeah i think that sums it up pretty well sticking with that answer um, <laughs> if you could change one thing about the pageant industry in the uk what would it be um, this is so hard because um as someone that's still competing and hasn't hit the dream title yet, um, you do get that little bit of people going, well, who are you to have an opinion on it when you haven't won yet? Um, and also that worry that you'll accidentally offend someone that ends up judging you, um, being a judge at a later date, <laughs> always worries me if I speak out about st stuff too much. But um, Obviously, many of you will have heard my opinions on appearances and trying to have a lot more quality in your appearance um, folder and really trying to pick appearances that align with you, your platform, that make a difference to your system, that make a difference to your platform, that make a difference to charity, that make a difference to community, that actually make a difference. Um, some of the things that people classify as appearances, particularly in the older categories, um, I, I just think we can do better. Come on girls, we can do better. Um, uh, so that's guess is one thing, but the, the bigger one for me, I think is probably platform is 
the majority of the UK systems don't have a platform requirement. But I think if we want the industry to grow, we need people to see more benefit in competing. And for me, a lot more benefit comes when you have a platform, a specific platform, not a wishy-washy, I support everything. Because of course we do. Of course we all care about the environment and we all care about mental health and we all care about anti-bullying. We all care about all of those things. But what's the one you're going to put most of your weight behind? Because um, of course you do loads of different areas um, as a contestant and as a title holder but business after business has proven that to make a bigger impact and I know we're not businesses but it's the same principle to make a bigger impact you need to have your main focus and then you do all the offshoots but you have your one big main focus and that for me is where the power and importance of having a platform comes from which is what i teach with pageant land coaching and um, i do the game plan where helping people set out their plan for competing and um, and then we do the specific one which is about purpose in pageantry um, and fine-tuning your platform and what it is you're going to do and starting to work on all the elements that you're going to do as part of your platform promotion so unsurprising i'm pretty passionate about platforms um if you, well, where am I? How would you like to make the world a better place? Oh, I would like the world to be a better place by more people being willing to invest in self-development. Um, I think it's massively underestimated still. We still associate it with like Bridget Jones's diary where she's like mocking all the books that she bought and then threw in the bin without reading but actually had she read a lot of those books she threw in the bin she'd have been much better off so maybe she should have just read the books um there's so much you can gain from from self-development and being willing to go out and research like uh someone that works in the health and fitness industry i find it very frustrating that people don't seem to give two hoots about their fitness will complain and moan that the nhs is underfunded but we won't reduce the burden on the nhs by looking after our own health like how does that make sense so if you're willing to work on your own self-development and like making sure that your mind and body healthy and doing your best in the world um and obviously the world will become a better place if we were all making sure that we sorted out uh, what's it sort out your own own house first um and then you're putting that better into the world there's many catchphrases in there <laughs> somewhere um what well so the next question i asked all the all the interviews that i did uh were either going to internationals been to international so i asked them what they were looking forward to most um or what they were looking forward to most about internationals and um, i have never been to the us it's definitely one of the things that appeals to me with galaxy is that the, the finals are in the us however that might not always be the case so it might have been one of the reasons why i signed up but if they change that for a future year it's not going to stop me wanting to, to work hard for the galaxy title anyway um but yeah i guess uh going and representing the uk that's what it says in my goals book is i want to represent the uk at the galaxy international finals that's the very specific goal um so it's if they dropped having an international then that 
that would be something I'd massively question because I want to go represent the UK. So that would definitely be the thing I would look forward to most when I finally get the opportunity to do internationals. Um, and then where can you find me on social media? So you know all the pageant land stuff by now. We're at pageant land online um, on Instagram and Facebook. But if you want my personal social media, I'm on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Jessica A. Barkley. So there's an extra A, Jessica, and then an extra A for Alice. Uh, at Jessica A. Barkley um, for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I think even TikTok. I didn't post on TikTok very much. I tried. It was quite fun briefly, and then I realised how much I had to do and how much I wasn't getting done because I was doing TikToks. And, and that's just not me. So that went out the window quite quickly. I might post some other bits, but I don't like editing the, the, on the phone, no. Um, so there you go. That's my series of questions that I'm going to be asking all the pageant interviews that I've got coming up in this series, The Truth About Beauty Queens. Um, so I hope it's got you a bit excited to hear the answers from the other contestants. Don't forget to head over to Instagram for your chance to win a copy of Good Morning Good Life, um, which is coming. I'm giving away a copy to celebrate uh, this lovely little mini series um, that will be coming out over May and June and um, get us through the, the early starts of summer and um, alongside all the normal um, episodes that we get with the podcast. So there'll still be all the advice-based episodes coming out too. Uh, this is just an additional one. And um, thank you so much, guys. Uh, remember, please pop over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. Um, it really, really makes a massive difference to helping me grow the podcast and reaching more girls that maybe don't even know about pageantry yet and don't even know that they want to do pageants yet. So um, let's help grow the community. Um, and you can do that by taking that little step to give me a five-star rating and review today. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.